0: Man, Force of Phil, you ain't know what the fuck you talking about, bro. You ain't no blue mage. Hey, like I ain't spent since, since divine time. Like I ain't trying to set up a miracle 7 minute time walk. And casting that kind of magic that's slapping all of the magic you're stacking, that's in the backing of cavern backer, flashing the back. You're saddened by my lack of compassion. What you're slacking, I'm snacking. Like, I ain't the best to play this game. Forcing negation targets your past in flames. Like, I ain't been to infinite convention centers where the magic Twitter hashtag conveniently really ain't the same. Like, I ain't frightening, never threw lightning. Like, I ain't lost money trying to buy out brightling. Like, I ain't a fixture, think a big picture. Shuffle back my graveyard, drinking elixir. You know why I'm in your mind. will go into time, easy. rather than time, the stack is all mine, sleazy. Heart in the veil, forcing this veil. Always shuffle Seriously? ponders and asked would like to reveal Like I never got choked Never got cataclysm to crater Oh Like I never ever stared at a devil Or a chalice to shepherd And planned out every way that I could kill myself So pray tell What if what's he never happened? How much more time in life would I spend being happy? Would it be a travesty to never see the epiphany Of seeing a miracle while Gunsel Drossy getting splattered? Like I ain't smart Like I ain't hard Like I ain't sweet with the border drawing three cards Like I ain't chic Like I ain't slick Like I ain't properly stacking these predicts Like I ain't roll, Like I ain't keep Like my sorceries ain't an instinct
1: Speed. Like I ain't like Try to come at me, tell me I ain't no, boo- I'm a terminus the shit out your board, bro, terminus the shit out your door
0: Hello and welcome to Eternal Doodles. I'm your host Zach Clark, and with me, as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Bro, have you? Are you committed to playing Toxic over Infect?
2: Not over Infect, but uh, a lot of these. I, I mean, I, I've been, I've been just like fishbowling this deck. Uh, we're going to be talking about Infect today. Um, I've been fishbowling this deck, and
0: there are times when, like, you have out two rock Priests and you cast Bounty the Hunt, and the game's over. So yeah, it'll just give them two poison counters outside of combat, bro. I'm looking at your list for everybody who wants to see what Zach has been tinkering with. It's in his box field. Also out at
2: moxfield.com what is that moxfield.com is a great deck building website that you should use we we have all of our decks are are always posted on the moxfield.com you can use it on your pc on your mac on your phone you don't even need an app it's all there for you you can share your legacy decks your commander decks you name it moxfield.com you should check those guys out they sponsor the cast they're great people and uh overall just it's a great free product for magic the gathering players That said. In fact,
0: I am surprised that you haven't maxed out venerated rot priest because it seems like one of your best creatures.
2: So, I like it, I like I like it a lot and I'm still like messing with the numbers a little bit like uh, in in testing uh Skrilev was actually like really good when you got him out. Um but because he's legendary I have meta 2 and also I didn't feel like I needed as many uh I didn't need the mandorks as much cuz I'm not spell spell spelling as much because now I'm playing 16 creatures plus my ink moss and and I guess my dryad arbor over the the normal list was just 12 creatures so i've added a bunch of creatures i've removed some of the uh some of the pump spells not many of them and uh, i think the biggest difference about uh this version of the deck is i'm not playing main deck force of wills and one of the reasons is because i'm playing uh, i'm playing enough green cards that i think that uh force of will especially in a band deck i'm just not going to be able to reliably cast it whereas days i feel like i will
0: and then this is certainly a days deck i see this deck and i'm looking at so that you have 16 creatures your blighted agents your glistener elves all maxed out three hierarch three rock priests and two screlv and i'm thinking to myself i'm looking at your suite mm-hmm. and i'm saying you got one green sun zenith i do yeah and bro are, are we just in this space should we just be in the space because we have screlv a mother of runes for yeah. your creatures mother runes and that makes my guys unblockable and gives them toxic if blighted agent if blighted agent is the, if the whole point of blooded agent is that it can it, it's unblockable can't yep. block it mm-hmm. and it's blue yep but you don't need a blue count if you're not going to play force of will i don't know if that's correct or not but you're not gonna, if you're not playing force of Will. i don't know if, if if your blue count matters and you have screlve to already make your other creatures unblockable does screlve and not already overlap with what blooded agent wants to do is it better would it be better would you consider mm-hmm. Cutting the blighted agents so you can max out on your uh one drops and even max out on Greens Zenith as targets for both essentially getting a two-drop glistener elf or two drop rot priest because rot priest winning outside of combat is your biggest play. It's your well, biggest option.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that question with a question, uh Phil. What is the legacy level power thing to be doing in this deck?
0: I think the legacy power level thing in this deck is berserk. Berserk,
2: correct. The, that is definitely the answer. It is it is using infect with invigorate and casting berserk right blade agent allows you to do that without spending uh like
0: excess I'm so- mana i'm sorry i am oh, gonna i'm gonna tag on i'm gonna tag on i'm gonna charge you real quick because i'm gonna say the actual legacy power level thing so berserk is there but I'm actually going to say the legacy power level thing cuz it's free as invigorate. Invigorate and berserk like basically together. Th- that's the reason why you're playing this deck is because okay.
2: invigorate costs nothing and you're going to get to uh leverage that with with in fact you don't really care what your opponent's life total is and berserk obviously a giant bonus. The reason why I like blooded agent in this deck still is because being unblockable, I don't have to try and put any extra resources into that creature being unblockable. And we want to hit we want to hit as fast as possible that that corrupted that three that three poison on your opponent's end so that mm-hmm. way your seed cores are also uh able to be used on your bladed agent basically makes your every one of your bladed agent your opponent always has to consider that like with screlv out and bladed agent he's gonna be taking two possibly more than that with with uh seed core and anything else so bladed agent is still a must kill target and with screlv on the board it makes your opponent have to worry about, now you're not messing around with, like, do I have to do this before to make my guy unblockable so I can get through, or do I have to do this in response to removal? You can attack with your Bladed Agent, and then if your opponent tries to kill kill your guy, you can use Skrull to to get to a- increase the number of poison counters he's getting, but also to uh, stop the the removal spell from hitting him.
0: It is pretty hot that Skrull giving Toxic 1 doubles up on infect because yeah that's it's pretty goes- it's
2: pretty great like you would think that toxic and infect are kind of like a non-bow but they stack i, I like venerated rot priest is like a one drop that can start attacking just like you know no noble hierarch back in the day you could attack with noble hierarch and be like well i'm gonna try and get you with venerated rot priest has got toxic one so like even even if you're not using that for like a combo kill you can chip in for a couple of for a couple of shots early on and again, it's not great in that like you're not going to get somebody with like, you know, an invigorate on a rot priest for sure or or Screlf, but you've got enough other cards in the deck. That's why I want to play blighted agent, because if you're playing, if you're playing blighted agent, you're leveraging your invigorate and berserk, which is what I what I wanted to point out is that if if I just increase the number of rot priests, increase the number of screlves
0: and I remove the blighted agents. Then I'm not really leveraging the most powerful part of this deck. I agree with you that the most powerful thing is the free spells, and it makes me think that because of Rot Priest, that a, a card that's going to get leveled up from Rot Priest's existence is Mutagenic Growth, and muti- it's a one-two. And Mutagenic mm-hmm. Growth will not only give them a poison counter, but they also can't bolt it because you can just have a free counter spell at the ready and give yeah. them a poison counter and i feel like that's also a space that's worth playing in because free spells with rot priest or spells that can copy them so like uh, i know we discussed giga drops last time as an option yeah. that you can end step target their blockers and then also target your rock priest, poison them untap kill them and i i think that that's also an interesting space to play in uh particularly because and this is where i'm, I'm highlighting blighted agent as yeah. The, the card as as an outlier here. Not that it's not powerful, because everything that you just said, like where you can get really fast clocks from Infect seem, I mean, that's what's kept Infect afloat for however many years, right? Yeah. I think that the possibility of wanting to move towards things to level up the Rot priest and something like Giga Drouse as a way to like move, remove blockers, there are options that make it. So removing blockers from your opponent's board, even if it was something like source to Plowshares, which you can also get in the space of playing now, decrease the number of just straight up pump spells you're, you'll have less nut draws but you'll have uh, a bunch more game where if your opponent plays like plague engineer or something it's not, you're not just busted I, I like the idea that moving over to the free spells like invigorate bounty of the hunt is another free spell and it, i would think that uh, mutagenic growth would also be another free spell i see you have tamio safekeeping i've never actually seen that in in, in, in yeah that's before. that's
2: the new tech is tamio safekeeping so it makes the creature indestructible and hexproof and it gains you two life. So uh, before this, we were playing Blossoming Defense, which was Hexproof, Hexproof plus two plus two. So this is this is a little less aggressive, but it has a little bit more, you know, like also it's good against like a burn deck, like, you know, or, or if your life is low, you can just cast it and like gain two life.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am I'm. was gonna ask you curious about the lack of vines. Yeah, no I thought vines about vines. And, and
2: this is what I played instead of
0: vines. I see. Okay, because I like, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm, I might be too hyper focused on looking at rock priest as like this new toy and yeah I, wanting, so, wanting to maximize it and it may i, I may be overvaluing it
2: my, yeah here's the thing about rot priest is like rot priest is great but it doesn't work great with your pump spells like you can't pump the rot priest and like get in a bunch of extra damage right you can't get like Five infect off of an attacking rot priest. If you invigorate it, you're just gonna get two. But what I think the, the reason why I'm not playing four, I'm playing I'm playing three rot priests and I'm playing one green suns is because if you ever get into a position where you have like a group full of spells and you look and you're like, okay, well, I have the green suns, I have a rot priest out, I have uh ink moth, and I have a blade agent. Let's say my opponent is at three infect, so I'm gonna cast green suns, get another rot priest. I will cast Bounty of the Hunt. And target rot priest, Ink Moth nexus, and bladed agent, and that is six. And then attack with my bladed agent and my ink moth, and that's 10. That's you, you I've just done 10 damage just by going to get the other rot priest. 10 in fact damage, you know? Right, right, right. So you can put All yourself right. in a situation where if you have t- if you have one rot priest, it like bounty of the hunt's pretty good. If you have two, it's nightmarish. God forbid you have three of them out, and you're just like, I'm just gonna do nine to you off of this bounty of the hunt where every every single removal spell also you get into a situation where like your opponent realizes that he is at like eight right he knows he's got to remove the rot priest but he's got eight poison so if he removes the rot priest he's just going to take another poison counter right if you get a second rot priest and put into play off of green suns now he can't even like he can't do
0: anything about about your board like targeting wise or he loses the game that that's why i want to maximize the rot priest is because it's more it's, it's interactive in a way that's always going to be beneficial to you if they want to remove the Rop priest. I mean, the sequence of what we were mentioning before about mutagenic growth, if your opponent tries to remove the rot he's trigger on the stack to get a poison counter, if you then protect it. With either a vines, a another trigger, growth, given the thing, yep. another thing, it's another trigger. Lives. That's two. It's two. It lives and it's outside of combat. And I think just like having this threatening presence on the board, like this creature that Blighted agent. The benefit of it is it's a two man infector that's unblockable. Like yeah. it doesn't. It, it doesn't have to tangle in combat. It just removes that axis from your opponent. But I feel like rot priest already does that cheaper. Also, I should mention because I
2: always do this now. This is like three. Don't sleep on three mana planeswalkers. Don't sleep on cards that are unblockable in this initiative uh, meta.
0: I guess that's true i mean i feel like what the toxic creatures do in the the way i think about like the the, the combo potential is i'm like i want to go rot priest on one if like let's say they go delver well that's not good enough to block so they don't so they just take one yeah and now you're also sitting there with potentially two mana up to do a plethora of things If if they do put a body in the way if you untap swing well, if they're an in, infect, they're not going to try and trade with you. And if they do, then you have tricks. Yeah. If they don't, then you just get in for one. And then in your end, in their end step or in combat on their turn, if you have something like Giga Drowse plus Mutagenic Growth or any other types of free spells, you lock down their creature, hit them for another poison, untap, poison them again, advance your board. They're now corrupted, and you have a bunch of access to do a bunch of things. Plus, there's also the world where if you have, if you get to turn three or turn four and just go, you know, Giga Drowse put all the copies on my Veterated rock priest and just poison you for three or poison you for four that's also hot because those are, it's, it, it, those are triggers they're not it's not like they can counter the triggers unless they're playing exactly well that's
2: that's the other big thing about this deck is is
0: the fact that even even a stifle isn't gonna stop like three triggers right well, that's what yeah that's what i mean like I, I feel like everything that we're talking about is just like leveling up rock priests. are you gonna play this are you gonna put this together and and, and sling this at, at a I, local event or something
2: i have almost this entire deck so i can i can pretty much put the, put this together in and run it through the paces.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want to put together this too, and I, I want to stress Rot Priest. I feel like Rot Priest is giving the deck is giving Infect the access that it never had before, which is dealing Infect outside of combat. If yeah. you played against Infect, there was always the thing where you oh you never fight in combat because that's where their spells are going to yeah. be most powerful. You're going to get infected for a bunch more. She'd so always take the initial hit and then fight over, and they're either their main phase or their end step. That way, they would have to spend their resources of saving their creature. Without actually dealing any additional poison, that's how you yeah. would flesh out the vines. That's how you would do whatever. Venerated Rot Priest just circumvents all of that. It's well, like I don't need to be in combat at all. I can play this and target it and kill you. Well, I think the, the other turn.
2: thing you were you were mentioning before that's that's super interesting about about Rot Priest is that s- situation where you get several several things going on the stack at once. Right, my opponent tries to kill my Rot Priest. I respond poison. Uh, it's a lightning bolt. I respond with invigorate. He responds with Swords of shares. I respond with a Tamio safekeeping. That's four infect he just
0: took. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. It's like they have to punish themselves to fight over rot priest, and that's why I think it maximizes. This is another the Rotpriest... reason, by the way, that I I switched from force of will to
2: stuff like Tamio safekeeping because now you're targeting your own creatures again, upping the value of rot priest.
0: I'm looking at infect. And thinking, if we're in this space, if the free spells, obviously, are the legacy power level thing to do, but then the thing that pays off those free spells the most is actually Rot Priest. Rot Priest is always going to trade profitably, even with a removal spell. Like, yeah, a Glistener Elf, if they play it and just Prismatic Ending, your you're the only Elf guy on still drink. playing Terminus, and that's the only thing that really gets rid of all this stuff. It's the only with, thing with... that really gets rid of it. If if you play a Glistener Elf and they just remove it, it the Glistener Elf didn't convert. It didn't yeah. do anything, right? It's like I, it's like you're playing Burn and played a Burn spell on Suspend, and then they just got to counter it.
2: I just think and about about... about the number of times I've I've had my opponent at like eight or nine
0: in fact and if every time they removed one night creatures, they took an infect too, that it like it, it that's game. It's game. That that's where I'm well, you already are teasing another pillar of the format in Green Sun Zenith. And I feel like we're in a space where you could just maximize the fact that you want as many rot priests as possible, playing four rot priests, four green sun zenith to find your rot priest. And then Green Sun Zenith also opens you up to like having a a couple of other things that are pretty interactive for stuff that would otherwise hose you pretty hard. So if you're playing a green sun zenith deck, having your one of um what's the the reclaimer that? not the reclaimer the uh the infect elf that comes yeah, in and, uh, and shatter something i used to i used to play it all the time now i can't remember off the top of my head uh corrupted yeah. ve- veteran corruptor, veteran corruptor. yeah just like having that as a one of that way you're not just stone cold if a, your opponent goes chalice on one like you have access in your deck to that those types of things being able to lean into that space if you're going to be heavier on creatures as well a johnny gets better the plus one on a johnny of looking at a land uh sleeper agent. in a johnny where you flip over and if it's land or a creature you draw it as your as you're plusing him. that is also a powerful. Out because uh, Johnny also is a means of infecting your opponent outside of combat. It also lets you grind. So if 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 you're if we're moving back and forth trading resources, but it, it it suggests to me that there are going to be positions where being the combo deck is better, right? Like you just want to be able to go turn one, turn you kill you on turn two. And I think that there's capacity for that maybe out of the sideboard when you need to be the faster combo deck. But it, the the rot priest and toxic Grel's hive, which we're going to talk about in a second, just being a bitter blossom yeah. to just continuously put threats onto the table. Yeah, we haven't even as, talked like, about. Infect- we have we're, and we we'll, and we'll get there because you don't need to be all in on the big pump spells. You can actually play more interactive things like swords to plowshares, like whatever, because your swords also have the value of if they're in the late game, if they're close to being dead on poison, you can attack them, and then if they don't block and you need to finish them off, you can sword your own rot priest to get a trigger. Like yep. turning all of these spells, like rot priest, just turns all of these spells that are otherwise very good into actual playable spells. And in because they can theoretically deal poison, and if you had eight rot priests in your deck between it and Greensun Zenith, Greensun Zenith is going to open you up a whole. Toolbox of things that you might otherwise want. But Rob Priest just turns all of these otherwise good spells that are just good, yeah, into actual ways to convert poison. That's where testing is gonna to have to come in. In fact, did not have access to that before, right? You really couldn't do source the postures in your main deck if you're, you're trying to just assemble a kill.
2: Yeah. That okay. was the thing you played in, you played in the board. If you were playing like te- uh test three and, and, you know, you were playing band. So you're like, okay, well, I guess I can do that. That's fine. I can throw that in there. And it doesn't affect me in any, in any way,
0: because it's the same thing as, as invigorate. Like, Whatever you gain life, I don't care. There's the benefit too of uh, until this de- until a a stock version like the the best updated stock version of this deck exists. If one if there ever is going to be a stock one, I don't know if it'll, it'll be popular enough. But until there is, you're also going to just have the brewer's advantage. Let's say you were to cut the majority of the big pump spells, play more interactive pieces alongside your Skrelv and your rot priest or whatever, and you're just trying to get in for a couple of, a couple of poison here and there until you leverage. The, your position to like burn them, burn them out with poison. If you attack with any of your toxic or infect creatures, they can't block. They theoretically, I mean, unless they're stone cold, they can't block, right? Because they're just they would walk into a pump spell unless they're trying to actively engage in a way where they're going to fight over it in combat, which is just n- historically how you're not supposed to play against impact. It, it, it puts them in a really tough spot of not knowing your deck list because if you just get in, like the bluffing capacity of having new toys is just elevated. If you just have Invigorate, if you just threaten Invigorate, which you don't have to reveal, right? It's Zero mana, and you just attack, they can't block. It's just free poison until a deck list is known. That's also really powerful, and the benefit of being able to move towards these things is like. I, i've been an advocate for ponder and every single list until the day i die right no ponders here and in fact i always nope. wanted to cut ponder because ponder wasn't fast enough but po- ponder playing- was just
2: one of those spells that like y- you play it because you kind of have to but like being able to play uh corrupted what is it corrupted dissonance corrupted it's just dissonant. so much better. oh yeah the draw spell yeah 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 sort of curiosity dis- sorry it's the distorted curiosity
0: Distorted curiosity is it's a divination that if your opponent's corrupted it costs two less so it's a one mana thought cast essentially for in fact. So today is between... today is
2: Wednesday uh that card has not truly been spoiled yet. So if you're looking at the list uh when when this goes up and it's not and you don't see it, I have I have thought casts in the deck right now just as like a, that's where that card goes,
0: but they're not it's a placeholder. Yeah. <laughs> so b- b- between that Skrull's Hive, a Johnny if you wanted it, mm-hmm. the deck actually has a lot of ways to go up cards. It actually can go up a lot of resources pretty effectively. And I feel like we're in a space where that type of... That interactive, grindy Infect deck could now exist because of these new tools. Yeah, What do you think about Skrull's Hive?
2: So Skrull's Hive is so interesting, man. Because, like, if you told me Bitter Blossom with Infect, I would have been, like, insane. They'll they'll never do it. But, like, the Toxic makes this this card fair. But the Life Link makes this card, again, unfair. Because once you get to a point where your opponent's corrupted, it's all... creatures with toxic have mm-hmm. have lifelink that in- that includes screlv that includes any creature that you give toxic with screlv let's life say like, you're yeah. just trying to stay on the board and you're like bladed agent you know my opponent has nothing nothing out yet i'll attack your opponent's like i'll take it you're like well i mean i'm gonna die next turn if i don't uh invigorate this guy i don't i don't have the kill and i'll give him toxic uh as well now he's got lifelink boom you just gained five life. Your opponent took six infect damage, and you're right back in the game. Let's assume what? he has corrupted,
0: so he he's at eight. Yeah, 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 now, yeah. Or I, nine. I, would I, I, be. I'm going to assume that if you're playing, if you're playing this deck at all, particularly with Rot Priest and having access to be able to infect them outside of combat, that getting that every game that you play that you don't just get turn one comboed, you will corrupt them at some point yeah. even if it's even if it's a game that you eventually lose i imagine that they will be corrupted and you'll be able to turn
2: it. it's not hard to do like it generally like uh, by by turn th- like almost every time on your first attack or second attack it, your opponent's probably not going to be blocking your Glistener elf
0: if you if you pop it down on turn 1 that that particular card that sequence of just getting them corrupted is also a reason why i would be really really high on mutagenic growth because if yeah. you go because you get turn there, one yeah. if you if you go turn one elf untap it, like if they haven't tried to remove it you get to attack and then your mutagenic growth just corrupts them immediately yeah. and then in that same turn even without necessarily hitting a land drop you could then draw two yeah you see like that sequence is really i mean i'm a man who loves i to mean you can cards. do the same that thing with really invigorate high. too so there is that Total.
2: And, th- uh, but that's and like- for what's worth, you can do the same thing with Bounty of the Hunt. Bounty of the Hunt to me is is the like I, I don't want to play four of them. This is too that's too much. Bounty of the Hunt, by the way, is the Green Alliance's pitch card that says take get three plus one plus one counters and distribute them up to uh, up to three cre- uh, up to three creatures, and then they go away at the end of turn. That that can target three creatures off the Rot Priest. That's why we're playing it. But just the fact that you're getting a free giant growth uh that you can pitch another card to that it makes this card to the point where it's now playable so you have to think of this in in, in terms of damage right a bounty of the hunt is is basically saying i'm going to uh do six damage right like the plus the plus three plus three right i'm doing six damage if you're playing rot priest you're actually doing 12 damage because you're getting in with that in fact plus you're probably targeting like a couple of creatures so, like it, it to me, getting your opponent down to down to like doing that much of a chunk with one card is is kind of bonkers. And obviously, you're never gonna cast this card for its like five mana cost, just like force of will. So you're gonna end up pitching something. But because again, because of rot priest you're guaranteed that even if this card doesn't get cast it's targeting three creatures you're getting those opponent is getting hit with poison either way even if this gets countered
0: i'm curious if the if the value of toxic cuz i mentioned that the life link is actually really powerful very yeah against against a lot of the format like being able to just f- like fight in, like essentially being able to race is a really big deal and turning all of your pump spells into life gain spells as well is also really hot yeah Imagine just like, let's say you're just going to
2: attack and berserk something that's is... already that's already b- being pumped. Like, that's pretty good. I- even if you don't kill your opponent, like, if he blocks and takes nine infects, you just gain
0: ten life, you know? You know, you just made me think of an idea. I mean, this is why I love talking about this shit over Moxfield. But you just made me think to myself, when you were like, Phil, you're the only person still playing Terminus. If that's the case, wouldn't it be pretty spot on to just max out your Skrull's Hives? Because they stack, and if you have multiple scrubs hive out, and you're just Do making into like, if you're just if you're just going wide with one one life linkers that also poison the opponent, and then they can't remove those poison counters. And all of their one-for-one removal just doesn't fucking matter. You're like, hey, venerated Rock Priest, go. It's like, all right, fight over that. Like, I guess I'll take a poison counter. And you're like, yeah, Skrull's Hive, go. They're just in positions where all of their spot removal, and this is specifically Prismatic Ending to deal with these uh, a scrolls Hive, which is trading at mana parity. It's it, 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 Like, they're, they're, their individual removal will compel them to race, right? They won't be able to keep up going long. So they have to race. They're going to be put in a position where they're going to have to be an aggressor. That's an
2: interesting and- concept I didn't really think about. Like, because you don't ever really want like two bitter
0: blossoms on the board because then you're just like oh no because it it might kill you fast enough if they can if they can fend off the but the these ones giving all of your shit lifelink means that even in positions where if like let's say they're holding back because they can't get attacked you can also just like get in there to gain the life and recoup some of that right yeah well
2: you get to a point where like you drop this on turn two you make a guy let's say you can't attack that turn You, you drop another one on turn three and then next turn you make two of them and you're like okay then on the fourth the fourth turn you have three guys that are
0: basically just ready to get in, right? Like, well, this is where I'm saying that if there's the, if there's the capacity to grind between Venerated Rock Priest, which could potentially be passive infect, right? I don't need to go to combat to get infect in, and then Skrells Hive, which is going to produce bodies for you passively. That means that you could spend your mana doing things that are interacting, yeah. And now you can actually pick and choose spots in a in a in a way that will make you feel less pigeonholed than what previous infect did, where. In fact, previously was like ninjas, right? The only ever time that you got to convert the value of the deck is if you were in combat. Yeah. And all of these new spells and toxic, it means you don't have to. And then even when you do, Skrelv is going to give your guy protection to be able to get through uh, unblocked anyway. And then also give it toxic theoretically with Lifelink. My like that that shell seems really hot. As I mean, granted it's new, so it feels yeah like, like it's untested. Th- that, yeah, the, the, my my
2: biggest concern is that we don't dilute the power of the deck by trying by trying too many things, right? but i actually have a rules question that i'm sure someone
0: someone in the comments can answer
2: if i give a toxic one creature toxic one does that have toxic
0: two yeah hopefully a judge who is who is listening can correct us if i'm wrong but as, as from my understanding that the toxic one does not toxic does not stack because like is my exalted
2: for example you know if a creature had exalted twice it you know that that's yeah how they that get works. M-
0: multiple exalted triggers because the exalted trigger would each one would resolve but toxic yeah. one just give them toxic one and if they have toxic one toxic one just means that they also deal one poison damage yeah it's it's not multiple instances of toxic one
2: but what if a creature had toxic one and uh, sorry, it had toxic 2 and you gave it toxic 1.
0: I I don't know, so I, Someone's got to know.
2: Say. Hey, comment know. comment below if you if you know the answer to this. Also, uh you know, anybody who comments, we're giving away uh some uh cards from the Secret Layer Countdown uh edition. We have our winners from last week uh set up. I uh have started to get messages back from people that have gotten them. Uh I have to resend out one that came back to me. Sorry about that. It is coming back out uh very soon. Uh, probably later on today, I'll send that out in the mail. And I've got a couple more that I'm just waiting on uh, addresses for. And we still have the the Chromebox is still in, in this box. So we'll be doing a, a drawing for that later on today. And uh, yeah, please, like, comment, and subscribe on this video. Uh, it's a small click for you guys, but like it's huge for us because we're trying to get to that thousand subscriber point so that, you know, we can basically we can start making this more of a full time thing. We can start doing this a little bit more frequently and you get more episodes like like going in on, on one specific deck or uh, talking about budget. And like, you know, like the episode two episodes ago where we were like going in on budget and I I, I just like I love making content. and And to me, like one of the biggest things that stops us from making content is like, we have to do other things to make money. Uh, and and just, just by clicking subscribe, you're helping us get to that part. Uh, if you want to directly uh, affect the uh, podcast though, you can go to our Patreon, subscribe at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. Also, we and got what it do merch. But, oh, yeah, okay. we got what it do merch. We got side of it and boss merch. We have just regular eternal dirtles merch. Um, I'll be there at, uh, at Magic 30. Yeah, we, we got, we got recognized by Wizards of the Coast. We got our press pass. So I'll, I'll be there, uh, slinging games, playing, uh, probably playing Commander and stuff, but I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring, uh, I'll probably bring, bring this with me just to mess around if, uh, somebody's out there. But anyhow, like if you're at Magic 30, hit us up, let us know, comment below, tell me you're going to be at Magic 30. That sort of stuff. What else? Let's talk about Norn's Decree. Because that card is
0: sneaky good uh, out of the sideboard. Yeah, Norn's Decree is a 2 0 enchantment. It says whenever one or more creatures an opponent controls deals combat damage to you, that opponent gets a poison counter. Whenever a player attacks, if one or more players is being attacked, uh, are poisoned, that attacking player draws a card. So this is doing everything that you want to do in Infect, right? It's telling your opponent, you better not attack me
2: or you'll die. And if you're attacking and your opponent has already been poisoned, which... Spoiler
0: alert, he's probably
2: gonna be. You get a draw a card, every attack gets a draw a card, you're winning. You're
0: winning. Again, it goes back to the idea that you if you you have the capacity to grind. Norn's degree, I feel like shores up pretty well with Skrulls highs. Just having incidental bodies, because this thing doesn't say. Whenever your opponent takes damage, it says yeah. when a player attacks. This is so on b- attack, you draw a card. Oh, look at that! It's the berserk I need to kill you. You know. So being a- being able to just like throw creatures into the- into combat, even if they're going to get blocked, just to continuously draw cards and go up uh, resources in that way, it also means that if they want to be able to block, that means that they're not attacking you, so they're not actually going to be a- able to take advantage of Norn's Decree going the other way. Well, so- they can't
2: poison that- you with this card. It's whenever one or more creatures an opponent controls deals combat damage to me.
0: The other oh, part. Oh, wow. The- that changes everything is, is symmetrical I, I, this is this i thought is, it was uh asymmetrical at the top and symmetrical at the bottom oh wow this is actually better than i thought i was yeah. already in on it as a symmetrical effect going both ways i'm even yeah, higher this is on not it. an enchant world <laughs> this is not an enchant world holy shit yeah okay that's so much better oh that's so much yeah. better so it's what it's so it's a symmetrical effect but it, you it only works if they are also playing infect or toxic which they yeah. won't be
2: probably not probably you know it's, it's gonna be rare maybe death and taxes starts playing mom that's it But Death and Taxes is already like not a great matchup for you to begin with, especially if it's like the 80 80 card one, you know. uh, By mom, I mean uh, Skrillev. So maybe
0: Death and Taxes decides like what they want to play Skrillev. But like, I doubt it. it. I doubt it. And it's also, I mean, to be fair, if you moved towards a more interactive deck that's less all in on pump spells, means that you're less, you're not going to be as soft to shit like Swords to Plowshares and Solitude. Yeah. Because. I mean solitude can deal with the rock priest because it's a it's an a, ability not a spell but it does cost them two cards and you could potentially fight over it with something like a vines which is I mean, now we're talking. Now we're getting in the space. Now we're getting positional yep. with it. And you're already on you're already on one green sun zenith or the dryad arbor. Like at that point, I'm just like, bro, if we can be on four noble hierarch, four green sun zenith our four rock priests are glistener elves, that means that we're gonna have eight ways to get a turn one mana dork into play to potentially turn two in a Johnny. I wish bro. I wish there
2: was a way bro. in this deck that this is the other thing about rock priest It's kind of amazing. There are so many cards that people bring in against infect that rock priest just buggers, right? Like, one, he's a one-two. So, like, bringing in, like, a card that does one damage to a creature that's free, like Gutshot or something like that. No one's playing Gutshot, but, like, they already have to commit more than when, than what they want to, and they're taking poison. Let's if say anything, you're in a situation you where gutshot. you have four, where you have three creatures. You have Glistener Elf, Blade Agent, and, uh, and the Venerated rock Priest, and your opponent's like, ha-ha, I'm going to cast Pyrokinesis, the pitch spell, the red pitch spell from uh alliances they're still taking three in fact for that not to mention if you can if you could cast uh bounty the hunt in response and then like that's another that's another three on top of that cards that do like the the like
0: i'll ping these two guys like fork even or not for fork bolt oh, and, like but fork but bolt's not let, great. Me, let me just uh confirm the bounty of the hunt it doesn't you can't target the same creature three separate times right Venera- venerate well rockets, you're targeting you only see it once one time it's getting all three of them right but it would only trigger one time because you're only Correct. targeting yeah, it it's only once. Yeah, once. yeah okay yeah i just want to make sure that i understood what was going but on. but you could right do there. two and one
2: if you needed to
0: you know right right right, right. which yeah. is a which is probably
2: the most likely scenario you attack and you've got the rot priest and a glistner elf right and your opponent's like well i'll block your rot priest to kill it and you're like okay well what i'm going to do is save the rot priest and do two more on the Glistener Elf. They took
0: five in that exchange, dude. We're gonna need to look at a whole bunch of the uh, old heroic. Uh, I looked. I looked. Target. There weren't a
2: lot of really good ones, honestly. Uh, I looked. I looked in uh, Theros to see if there was like. I typed in like up to one. They all cost mm-hmm. like two mana, and that's really not where you want to be.
0: I remember there there was. Uh, I played it in standard a long time ago. There was uh, a, a for one blue. It would. It gave like plus O plus three or whatever. Like, yeah, nonsense. that's diveable. So you were down. able to target. You were able to target, no, no, it's not Dive Down. It was a, a spell that let you target two creatures.
2: Yeah. So, th- yeah, that costs that. I forget what the name of that card is, but it costs two mana.
0: So, it oh, does it. Okay. Yeah, I must be misremembering. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, because Dive Down is uh, the same thing, but it does one. It's like yeah, th- plus th- it's one creature, but it makes it
0: hexproof and it like taps it. Yeah. There was one spell that untapped two creatures. So, it was like a combat trick. You oh, untapped. I think
2: it's called Triton Tactics. Let me look that up. I might be wrong here we look up trade
0: and i know. to be fair i don't think that that card is legacy playable but like the stuff that lets you target multiple because if, if you can get to a space where you have multiple rock priests on the table and you can do like these kind of awesome tricks granted like if you were if if you were leaning into that space i think you would need to max out rock priests max out green sun zenith just max out your capacity to have as many rock priests on the table at all times, so you can maximize You that are, stuff.
2: You are correct, actually. Triton Tactics is a one blue for up to two creatures. Get plus three plus zero until the turn. Untap those creatures at the beginning of the combat. Uh, anything blocked by those creatures this turn does not untap. Pretty hot, right? I mean, it doesn't give them hexproof, which is the the big the big thing that you would want to do because yeah, I, it's not there's. Well, there are a lot of lightning bolts
0: going around. This doesn't end the game, like. I agree. Uh, I don't I don't I don't think it's powerful enough of an effective yeah. play. I'm I'm just looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, I would want if I were trying to figure out how to play infect with all these new tools, I would max out Rock Priest, I'd max out Green Sun Zenith. I would actually try and see if maxing out Skrells Hive so you can move away from some of the incidental pump spells and move towards. Interactive things like swords to power shares, maybe even gigadrives, just as ways to uh, because it has so much utility between being able to like lock down your uh, your opponent's board to be able to get in for, in for infect or multiple triggers off of rot priest as hot. I would be on mutagenic growth as like pump spell of choice. Obviously, invigorate, invigorate's busted, but like having all these free spells like on top of everything else, it's similar like to how a bunch of decks have been adopting snuff out right yeah zero is really important in this format that's so fast if you can also in Death Shadow. <laughs> out, and if you can just play a bunch of uh, like another bunch of free spells being able to interact with your opponent's free spells so like if you have rot priest and they want to snuff out your rot priest you being able to also free spell a bunch of your stuff onto the rot priest to potentially convert that stuff into poison if you don't have other targets on the table for them could meet be meaningful particularly because you now have your one minute divinations that can help you grind on top of uh screll's hive being able to to let you grind so having all of these tools being able to convert all of your resources in time that way when you recoup cards you can continue to unload them in a format that's relatively fast bro i think i think
2: another uh, another point i wanted to make about the story curiosity is like it's castable like three three mana isn't like wonderful like you're not loving doing that but like
0: if you have to to like get there you can cast this for three mana here's here's a space of that that's kind of fun let's say you really wanted to grind really hard you're like i want to play all of the draw effects and i want to fucking grind do it in in, in a similar space as to distorted curiosity which is a one potentially one a draw to so is of one mind which asks you to yeah. have a human and a non-human and between it like in this particular build between noble hierarch and blighted agent you do have a bunch of humans and then you also yeah. have a bunch of non-humans well and you also has, could just play a bunch of draw twos Blended
2: agent gotten eroded to being a phyrexian rogue now, does it did it, did is it, lose it or human? is it a human Phyrexian rogue? I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, we gotta find out I th- because I, I know a I lot of it these cards. Added. Like, because I, I thought about play, like because Seed Core allows you to cast uh, spend mana to uh, produce mana of any color for a Phyrexian spell creature spell specifically. S- I'm seeing Blighted Agent as a Phyrexian human rogue. Okay, great. So you can, yeah, that, that does work. Of
0: One Mind is is, is an interesting one because it's, it's human and non-human, right? It's a divination unless you control both a human and a non-human. But if you went turn one Noble Hierarch, turn two Rot Priest, you now have your Of One Mind online yeah. plus a mana still left to go. I mean, at that point, do, do you just like get rid of your fetch lands and brainstorm? It's a wholly different deck, right? Yeah. Once you move into a space like that, where you're on just on curiosity and something like of one mind, now we're getting closer to a space of like what eight cast plays in. I was gonna right? say we're where, just
2: playing eight cast,
0: where the, where the, where there are there are a deck that plays on volume rather than selection. Mm-hmm. And, Eight out, and it, but, the, but the idea though is that let's say you're you want to max out, like you really just want redundancy, like you want yeah. as many rock priests as possible, you want as many of your free pump spells or whatever's to, to, to lock onto the rock priest as possible. At that point, where your ponders and brainstorms looking to line up specific action against your opponent is going to be less powerful similar like brainstorm is putting pieces together but if you actually don't need pieces together you're just like i just need volume right it's like if you're playing storm it's similar to like test test dropped ponder right they recognize they're like we don't need selection like brainstorm is configuring pieces together that's important whereas ponder is looking for an individual piece if you're not looking for any one individual piece you're just looking to, to load up yeah then the volume effects are powerful And if you have ways to effectively turn on both curiosity or of one mind by turn two, you know, you're doing it just as fast as eight cast. I mean,
2: if this format has taught us any one thing is that that redundancy creating eight of a exact same card in your deck is is what wins is what creates some of the most powerful decks in the format.
0: I think that's why green suns Zenith could be so powerful, given that you now have Glistener Elf and Rod Priest as two minute X ones. Uh, or like I'm sorry, to get off green sun for X equals one. Be- having that as like a split card also means that you can set up like let's say you have your bigger pump spells in hand. So a glistener elf is on an open board, that would be the better get. Or if the board is clogged, but you have a bunch of pump spells and you're like, I'm not gonna be able to get through in combat. I just need to poison them out because they're close, then you can get the an additional rock priest. Like that flexibility is also really big. Well, I think I think we've there's so much more to go. But yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's I so think...
2: much, there's so much to cover, but I think we've exhausted what we can talk about at this
0: moment because we haven't really gotten to put this deck to the paces so if i were to predict i think that there's going to be a split i don't think that the optimized version of infect is just going to incidentally slot in a couple of the toxic creatures and call it a day because the toxic creatures don't work well with the pump effects in the same way that the actual Infect creatures do i think that there's going to be a split in the kind of infect decks that you can play ones that are similar to how you have combo elves and the more rock style elves decks I think there's going to be similar space now with infect, where it's like you can play the fast combo deck that just can has the capacity to turn two, or you can play the more grindy. You're gonna, yeah, version. you're gonna
2: be in a situation where if your opponent plays a Misty Rainforest, Forest fetches a uh, Tropical Island, plays
0: a Rot Priest, you're gonna be like, well, I still don't know which deck he's on. There, yeah, you can still hide some of that. I, I, I would guess that that is the trajectory of where these cards will go because. There isn't enough space. Like the the pump spells take up so much space in the deck that I don't think you can play all of the stuff together and I think you'd get punished pretty heavily if you have a toxic creature with like an invigorate in hand. And then an invigorate is not actually converting infect in the same way. And then that's going to put a lot of stress on your cantrips and you're already trying to cut ponder. Yeah. So eventually your deck is going to have a high enough fail rate that the testing would get you to a place where you would wanna go one way or the other. Either I yes. wanna be more grindy and interact, or I wanna be more all in combo. Both I think are gonna be viable, which is yeah. kind of cool. I think it's I cool think- that you can have now multiple axes.
2: I think also it'll really depend on what the meta looks like in the coming coming months. True. Like th- the meta has shifted a lot in the last like year. And I think that's one of the reasons why Infect hasn't been like a tier like a tier-level deck, because you really have to build that deck to the format. And right now it's not in a good space. Like the the, the infect itself, like but pre the set has been in sort of a bad space because of how many like how many sorts of plowshares are out there? The uh, gigantic number of lightning bolts. Blue red has traditionally been not
0: a great color for infect to have to play against. The other reason that I think it's cool for green sun zenith and the fact that green sun zenith also gives you not only a uh, one mana infectors potentially between rot priest and elf. It also gives you access to noble hierarchs when you need it, but also the dryad arbors on turn one and Skrelve, yeah. The actual Skrelve, can turn your Dryad arbor into an Infector. Yeah. It can give it Toxic 1, and if you're in a space where, like, this, the 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 board is clogged and you just need to get in, like, scrub being able to protect your Dryad Arbor to turn it into an Infector is actually really good. Like, turning your non-Infect creatures into Infect creatures, I mean, pseudo-Infect creatures yeah. with Toxic is also or valuable. even better, of- like, making your uh, Ink Mob Nexus a,
2: a Toxic Infector. And doing toxic
0: Invader, which means that they'll do both. Yeah. The, the it, it also means so that if if we're on the Green Sun Zenith package, like let's say we want to be able to Green Sun for fucking Collector Oof, yeah. being able to turn your Collector Oof into something that also has Toxic One while it's locking down your opponent because there isn't anything in in fact to be able to do that. G- incidentally, yeah, everybody able to becomes non-stop.
2: with with scruff everybody becomes use- useful. I'm bummed that that, your, car- yeah. that card wasn't green because if it was, I would be 100 like just. Just play Simic, you know? Of course. But Uh, I think that's a card that's powerful enough to like splash, splash, uh, especially because its activated ability can be paid with no mana to splash uh, white for.
0: There's also the, um, there's another uh, toxic creature that's green-white that uh, lets other creatures if they're corrupted get plus one plus one yeah that 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 pump ability is you know whatever unless you're playing in fact but that's also it's a two mana two two with toxic two that is green white so that's also a green sensing a target if you needed a bigger body i don't think we're (laughs) going to be in that space i think you're overloaded on it on tools in a
2: in a world where you want to do something real weird I actually thought about natural order, and there is a like seven mana six six that has toxic six. It's like an uncommon or something. Oh yeah, and I was like, ooh, it can't be it's blocked cool. by creatures with with uh, power two or less
0: either. So like, I was like, ooh, it is cool. Is that worth is like pretty going cool. for? It's pretty cool. There's the um, th- there's the the three mana four four trampler that lets you proliferate. Actually, I was saying, what's the the ETB destroy an artifact? Actually, the better card that was just printed. Is the um, the new Quasali Pride Mage That's yes. one in a green. It's a it's. I think it's a three two, and it lets it it lets you sacrifice it for one mana. You pay one, you sack it, and then you can either destroy an artifact and enchantment or proliferate. So and here's being here's, being able to do that also seems pretty good.
2: Here's another creature that like I think actually is probably better than the the one I was talking about. Tyrannix Rex is this spell can't be countered. Trample, Ward
0: four, haste, toxic four eight eight. Does like I would I would natural order for that. It's got yeah. Haste. The, 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 it got has got hates. Okay, yeah. So that it's it's just gonna it's gonna deal four. That's kind of cool. I mean, at um, what point? Are, at, at what point are you just trying to play elves and you're like, okay, I gotta get some guys cradles. Yeah, why not? Right, with all, like, my, with all my infectors and just infect out this Tyrannus Rex. There's
2: there's place to go. So the, the card i was talking about is called Paladin of Predation. It's a Phyrexian knight for seven mana. It's uncommon six seven, and uh, it's got toxic six and uh, it can't be blocked by creatures of power two or less. So it just. Like, like I said, in this world where we're trying to figure out what infect even looks like now, like natural order is a card that like is legacy power level to play. It's something to think about. This card unfortunately does not have any protection. Doesn't have like ward four or anything like that. So you know,
0: I think the where I'm looking for that card that I I definitely know I saw. I'll figure it out. But yeah, Yeah. we've 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 done a bunch of shit. But you do have. There's just so much. There's so much action for this deck. Oh, here it is. Canker Bloom. It's one in a green for a three two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says Sac- one sacrifice canker bloom choose one destroy target artifact destroy target enchantment proliferate yeah we, another, we missed we missed means, this uh on on last week's episode because it hadn't been spoiled yet it had been spoiled it but this is another this is another reason why you might want to move into being the harder green on green zenith yeah. because it means that green Sun zenith can again green Sun zenith can now also not only get rock priest but it can also get this which can infect your opponent outside of combat yeah because you can proliferate and the other side of this that's also really valuable depending on what you want to do is not only can this deal with chalice by destroying it you can also proliferate to plus their chalice and then their out of casting chalice on yeah him.
2: I have to say I have to say also uh one of my all-time favorite favorite things is that this deck at least in its own form didn't really care so much about chalice because you had a blade agent and you had invigorate and and so chalice on one didn't matter as much it wasn't great like you didn't love it but a lot of times people slam chalice on one and they're like yeah I got you in fact and you're like okay uh blade agent pass." I'll attack you well, with my Inkmoth Nexus and my Bladed Agent, and I will invigorate one of them. Are you dead?
0: You know, I mean that's a similar space where it's like Green Sun Zenith can also gets around Chalice in general because now you can get your one drops for two mana and get it get it through that way. But if you ever need to remove stuff, kanka Bloom is just like a really an easy value creature yeah. that also happens to be a pretty. It's a, it's a I good used to body, play Tesserit's
2: Gambit in the in the sideboard, yeah, so uh, you Hell know, yeah, like bro. now we have now we have uh, what's uh, Distorted Curiosity, which is just better for the deck yeah it doesn't it doesn't uh proliferate but like i used to dude, play like cards that proliferate and draw cards just to like make
0: things happen dude i saw tyrannics rex and it made me think of the dinosaur that was uncounterable and yeah had- that X-proof. that is that is a straight replacement
2: for whatever that it's card is from like from whatever I, because i, I if, if you're an edh player you, you probably played that card a couple times but this is just actively so much better
0: dude i remember that fucking dinosaur and i lost to it so much and i yeah, hate it so much standard, it but it was i just like I, a
2: Monster, you're just like, I can't tar- target it. Like, the Ward 4 I, is basically reading the same thing as uh, as uh,
0: Hexproof. Like, Ward 4 I is just, too much Ward. I just didn't, even for a second, when we were thinking up of these infect lists, to think about, oh, yeah, between Noble hierarchy. All of your green infect creatures. You also could potentially just play natural order now. I didn't even toss one of these in
2: your deck. Play a couple natural orders. Oh no,
0: dude! I hate it so much. (laughs) Now you have a whole different angle
2: to go for. Anyhow,
0: it uh, sounds good. I'm going to lose to it. I think we we should cut it here.
2: Uh lose to it. Uh, If you have if you have uh, ideas about how you would build this deck, hit me up uh, down down in the comments with your mock field list. Tell me what you would take out. Tell me what you would add. Do you do you already play Infect? Are you thinking about playing Infect? Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, hit us up on Patreon if if that's the thing that you're into. We really appreciate it. And uh Zach. I think that
0: does it for us. Zach, why did we why did we do this episode? I'm gonna lose to this shit so much. <laughs> ah I'm gonna lose to it so much. All right. Be good, everybody.
1: For a match of magic, open my hand Let's assemble the combo with Chancellor Protection See a bunch of mana sources and an evil demon But a faithless looting is conspicuously absent Got a mulligan, shit, shit, Fuck. Back to London, I'll bother keeping When I open up a turn one demon Going down to six, five, four, Fuck. three cards I'll keep Then I'll say good luck, have fun And then into my fatty, we're gonna make this little we end up at Grizzle Brand, uh huh. We end up at Grizzle Brand, uh huh. We end up at Grizzle Brand, uh huh. Okay, so cool, you did it. Pull this demon from the graveyard onto the board. It's the most interesting gameplay that could have happened, I'm sure. You didn't have a counter spell, so I will draw my whole deck. I'm so unlucky, zero lotus petals, fuck statistics. Will I cast on mass? Uh, Trash. Arc. children of Coralists, keep on masturbating. Richard it Garfield should have just won. you cast into two, uh, like soon. cruelty, sacrifice a creature. Draw, discard, and drain you for three. Reinimate Grizzlebrand uh-huh we ain't a animator, brand. uh we we ain't a animator, we Uh-huh. we ain't a animator, brand. Uh-huh. Yeah, like animator, is is macro, archetype. A macro archetype.